Now I think I'm starting to get it. And I want you to do something for me. I want you to do me a favor, okay? Please, I want you to fuck me. And then I want you to eat me. What do you say? Fuck me and eat me? Professor Feather, Dr. Tar can't make it today because we just went through a week-long med fest, and he went for a 24-hour to see who could do the most trepanning in 24 hours contest, and he's a little out of it. And this is the Midnight Fingerless Gloves Gadfly. This is trepanning for gold, Dr. Head. <laughs> and this is Borg, the blue fez, currently with all his digits. And we bring you... You see the hot dog? Do you see the hot dog? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Today's movie, today's therapy, today's session where we may need therapy after the therapy, uh, is a movie from 2019 called Fingers. Juan Orches writes and directs uh, this movie. Uh, it's an independent film, um, and it uh, very independent. Very independent. Yes, and it uh, it's basically uh, the premise of the movie is that there's this woman who has a thing for body bodily deformities that just freak her out. She can't deal with them at all. Um, so she is told to go to therapy uh, with a guy who sounds exactly like Carl Weathers. Um, and uh, she gets this book that he gives her. She It's like a self-help book. And then she goes on this journey to rectify the fact that one of her coworkers is getting his digits, his fingers cut off. Um, and he shows up at work and she can't she can't stand it. So while this is the story of her fighting her fears um, and overcoming those fears and in the in the uh, in the process, she encounters the greasy strangler and a whole <laughs> host of other characters. Um, so couple pandas. Yeah. So I uh, I really enjoyed this movie. So I, I'm going to I'm going to foist it over to you guys because I want to hear what your take is and then we'll start going through the movie because I think there's some things to point out in the movie and, and, and that kind of stuff so Blue Fez what did you think of Fingers so one thing to know about the Blue Fez is I can't stand anything that involves either A pulling fingernails off or two the removing of digits. So guess what Blue Fest was doing through most of this movie? Damn it! Um, especially the scene with the ha 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 clip, and you see the little digit fly up in the air. I or he's chomping on, and he's like, "Oh, a nail!" Yeah. Yeah. Gadfly, gadfly, gadfly. I was sitting here going, oh, you're, you're, you're lucky you're 45 minutes away from me. Uh, God damn it. Well, let me just say that while <laughs> I was... Just wait till I get to pick the next movie, you fucker. While I was watching it again, oh. I started thinking about that. I'm like, oh, shit. Blue Fez is probably not having a good time with this movie at all. Um, so other, other than that, so, what did you think? All right. <laughs> Well, it's I, I could say you know you, you, you putting the independent label on it of course might give it some you know um, 
you know, room for yeah you know, okay we're not going to be as harsh as we could i i i kind of like I, I i like it gets off to an odd start with the whole guy doing his little dance thing and there's that whole thing at the beginning and then boom right into the office park and you're just kind of like oh shit where are we going with this and then we've got this whole thing unfolding and i'm i'm like it's not a hundred percent working for me but i am staying with the journey and then things start getting cut off and then i'm just like <laughs> and then it really kind of goes off and i'm not sure what the hell was going on so i didn't exactly i didn't exactly hate it it was quirky and weird enough that it kept me involved where i'm just like you know what fuck this i'm out i'm not gonna not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna follow along um you know again being an independent movie you know it's you could wish some of the performances were a little bit better but there was still there was still enough in there again that kept me out it's like the what was the the doctor's name the the doctor sort of dr phil wannabe guy Scotty. yeah Yeah. and i just like that that kind of part of the end it's like hi I'm, I'm Dr. Scott. <laughs> What's out there in the middle? The guy is just in the, the with the with the, with the mask on and the shotgun. It's like it's like you don't have to worry about me. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell's going on here? Um, but it, it, it's funny because I think there was a commentary in there about like sort of like workplace culture and how people start getting kind of like either weirded out or obsessed with other people they work with and you just kind of see how that sort of impacts the dynamic because i i've sort of i've seen similar things in my corporate experience you know and you see people getting hung up on stuff and then you're just kind of like when the fuck you get who, who the hell cares why why are we talking about this i think they could get hung up on a programmer missing digits right i mean that's kind of a i think that's a that's a deal right <laughs> So, all right. Well, what about you, Doctor Head? Um, there were there was hit and miss for me. There were parts where um, the the indiness of it kind of stuck out like a sore, sawed-off thumb. Um, but there were other parts. You know, the writing was kind of kind of uh, weak other moments where there was a few sections where like oh this is witty this is funny this is on target and a few moments that were lost to me like opportunities like when the when he the guy uh the one panda's beating up his uh friend panda um because he thinks he's in on this this whole conspiracy thing and he starts saying about you know your girlfriend you know because the woman uh you know kind of gives him the slip by pretending to be the guy's girlfriend there was a missed opportunity there to like find out her identity i think unless that's not what they wanted to do but it was just like girlfriend what the fuck you talking about he could say oh yeah the chick was in your bed like what that's where i was expecting to go but um and then uh you know outside of the greasy strangler this is the only other time i've seen the greasy strangler act and um it's not does not emote it is he's not a good actor i'll just say no he's not this role i think he's the worst actor in the movie I think, yeah, yeah. He's but the there were there were times where it was they it, were having fun, especially the the guy, the talkie panda. I thought he 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 was just had chewed up kind of scenery where he's in there and just crazy. But then it does get a little batshit crazy, like what you think this movie's going to be about just goes off on these bonkers directions. And toward the end, I'm like, man, this is just fucking crazy. And then the slip of reality at the end, Dr. Scotty, like, wait, what? You know, I'm like, yeah, the whole last chapter, kill your fears. It was, it's like, oh, okay. Now we got a shining moment here, you know? So, but yeah, it was, it was hit and miss. I, I, I doubt I'll ever watch it again, but, um, it was, it, it was entertaining to a point. Uh, I've seen it twice. There goes blue fast. He's got a puke. That's all. They oh, yeah. <laughs> too much. Too much digit talk. <laughs> exactly. Give me my digits. <laughs> He's like, pull my finger. <laughs> How about you, Professor Feather? Thoughts? Ruminations? And it, well, it's an extremely low budget movie to begin with. I mean, just yeah, and. and Juan Ortiz has made one other movie called, I forget what it's called. Jennifer or something. Uh, Yeah. But it has the singular distinction that it was shot entirely on an 
iPhone 4S. <laughs> and and I saw I've seen clips and stuff and it's pretty fucking mad. But anyway, this back to this movie. This movie is David Lynch. Somebody has watched David Lynch. Juan Ortiz has watched David Lynch. And he's watched Wes Anderson, and he's watched, uh, oh, geez, Quentin Tarantino. He says, God, these guys are great. I'm going to write a movie. And he found out, I think, in writing this movie that there's a reason those people are who they are. And a reason who he is who he is at this exact moment in time. And uh, therein lies the trouble. It's... Um, I, I'm going to be very witty here, so everybody just put on your expectant hats. This movie is extremely disjointed. Anyway, it just is. Um, I, I just, I couldn't get into it. The, the performances are just absolutely horrible. The, 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 the one panda guy is okay. The problem is he had to, he had to talk. You know, and th so the the words that would come out sometimes yeah. are just so horrible. The writing is bad. The writing is yeah. extremely There are performances bad. in Cyclops um, movies that are better. I and I, I have I have to agree. I have to agree. <laughs> this movie actually, to be honest, there, Doctor Head, this movie reminded me of you know hanging out with this guy and being my friend and say, yeah, I put a movie out, and you know that's kind of I think you know I put him in that that realm too. You know. Um, Good or bad, whatever it is, it is extremely independent. Um, and, it, you know, I will say it has, you know, a very, very few moments of humor, but uh, I, yeah. very few. I just really I wanted to like it, you know, but I just went, I just went, nah, just I just it just seems to be kind of mediocre or, I, or I'm missing something. I thought the, the girl was extremely horrible as an actor, man. Oh, I, she was. And, and oh, the uh, Dr. Scotty, his real name is Michael Richardson, <laughs> by the way. But yeah, anyway, yeah, this is the only role that I could find that he was in, you know. The, so you got to give him kind of leeway there. I don't know about the girl. I think she's been in some other stuff. But anyway, the, the woman, um, you know, he's he's extremely terrible. And the character, you know, is just a bad character. That's part of the whole disjointedness of this. And the, what it's it's somebody who wants to you know has some kind of uh you know nebulous ideas and they're pretty good he just doesn't know how to coalesce all those ideas into a a, a relevant stream of thought uh in a filmic way there we go i'm done <laughs> cool so the movie how about you been that gadfly well the movie begins with uh, the the main character amanda and uh we see that she has this phobia right off the bat when she goes to get some like donuts or whatever right and she sees a birthmark and she freaks out and we see her we cut <laughs> to the outside and she runs out right she, so, yeah throws the donuts away yeah throws the donuts yeah. away and everything <laughs> just can't even deal with it um and then she gets to the office and they tell her that the programmer is missing digits she freaks out um, and you come to find out that her husband works there, right? And he comes in. He's like, you're just being unreasonable and stuff. And she goes, you know, you have no idea. And so she describes this other scene uh, of where she went into this shady looking business one time and a, a small person, a small black person comes out and it freaks her out. And she has to run out of that place, too. So we get to we really establish that she's not into any kind of body deformities or irregularities or any of that kind of stuff. Um, she tells a story about driving almost eight hours to see a Down syndrome baby and having to turn around because she couldn't see it and stuff. So they, they do get a little bit hand fisted in terms of like trying to set this all up. Um, but then we start, you know, cutting to the, the scenes with uh, Cutting digits. The program and the cutting digits. And then we've, we've got one guy that has a clown koozie on his head, right? I mean, it really looks like a tea koozie um, that's um, macramate. And then the, the panda guy who's referred to as talky um, in, yeah. in the script. The uh, And I think you know that kind of that's where we start to get into the weird stuff. Um, so I, I actually enjoyed the performances of all these actors, especially being an independent and them not being really in a whole lot of other stuff. I thought she was great because she is nuts, right? And then her shift after she gets that book and starts reading it um, is just really, it is out, it's out of nowhere, you know? And I, I think part of what I enjoyed about this movie was it wasn't, there's a lot of things I was expecting that didn't happen. Um, 
I will agree that uh, there were a lot of missed opportunities, but I don't even know if there were opportunities. I think they were just like false moves, like the whole Scotty show, you know, the Dr. Scotty show, that whole scene. It was, all, it was only there to get him to have the camera at the end and all that kind of stuff. So, um, But I liked, uh, I really uh, liked Talkie. I love that guy's performance. I love how they did the mask and his mustache coming out of the mask so that when he would talk and stuff. And his just whole arc, he is just, he's nuts. You know, he's, and I would say just about all of the main characters in here are, are just insane. Because um, you get... Uh, you get him, Taki, and you get Amanda, and they're both going through some sort of an arc. Um, and what I really liked was the, just the kind of twist ending. There was like two twists at the end, right? Um, so Amanda, after reading this book, starts she gets a gun and starts going shooting the gun everywhere, and you're like, what's this all about? Um, and she likes shooting the gun. Uh, you find out she's pregnant, but she doesn't want to tell her husband because she doesn't love her husband really anymore. She doesn't think she loves her husband. Um, and that's another one of the, the problems at the end is that she they find a picture of the baby and they can tell the sex. Yeah. And if you look at her, she's, there's no way she's even like, you know, pregnant enough to to, to know what that that uh, whole thing is. Um, but the whole thing with Michael St. Michael, he's the worst actor in here, I think. I think he's the one. That, but he's so watchable. And I love anybody who's that age who's willing to take their shirt off. <laughs> just to, to try to stick their hand down a, uh, a garbage disposal. Um, and I like that twist around, too, with, uh, what is it, Scotty? I'd never do that. Yeah, yeah I, know. I, well, no. I was thinking of that, you know. Um, but I really like... Uh, um, Not unless Fez is around. Yeah, but I like that uh, Amanda leaves the book for the programmer so that he can read it. And I like when he's reading it, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> like he just, there's blood on the page. And you can tell he's already been through certain parts of it because there's blood there and stuff. Um, and then he, they both get to that same chapter, which is kill your fears, kill your fears, kill your fears. Um, that just goes on and on for, you know, many chapters. Uh, so I really, I really enjoyed all of that stuff. See, I don't, like, I know you guys are saying you hated the acting and you thought it was the, and I'm like, I don't think, I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Head, but I don't think these were anywhere as bad as the, the Cyclops movie stuff. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, I yeah. put some of the performances on the par of, of just about any really bad movie I've seen. Seriously. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think you're wrong. And, and I, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, Huh? I think you're wrong. That's so what I said. That, the guy who played Talkie, oh, really? no, oh, he I, was awesome. Yeah. And, and I, no, I, said, I, I didn't say, you never heard me criticize him. Well, I'm just I saying. said he, he did a good job. Oh. I criticized what he had to say, which yeah. was the writer. I criticized the writer. But all the other actors, I thought, were just very, very bad. And there again, I'm not really passing judgment other than that's just the way that it is, you know. Yeah. And like I said, in in the in the woman's defense, I I don't know how many performances she's ever she's had before this. I for some reason I was thinking she had been in other things, whereas the uh, Doctor Scotty this seemed to be his first major you know role that he's he he was not even listed in anything else. So, um, but yeah, yeah. But there and there again, that's all. I think it's all relative on what? on who thinks acting is good but i guess it all comes down to me for the it well i i even give them the acting i give that i just think the writing was horrible i think it and i was right it, it is extremely disjointed mm -hmm. and that's where the lynchian shit comes in but they don't understand how lynch thinks because <laughs> you know he's way more complex than what this thing is yeah. and and not you know, sometimes he can be heavy handed, but then it becomes it, it, it there. I guess it's all, all all a matter of style, maybe, yeah. um, you know, and they're just there's no no style to this there. I think there was just, one nice shot. The one shot that comes out to me that I really like is like the, the, the programmers laying on the on the ground after the panda cuts off the rest of his digits, except for his thumb. And then he's like laying on the ground upside down. And then you see the panda kind of slide in next to him. Oh, he's yeah. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought, well, that was a nice shot. I'm like, OK, well, this <laughs> yes. is this is a night. OK, I'm, I'm digging this this close up shot. <laughs> You know, but it just so weird. The the scene came out of nowhere. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, and it, it became epic, echoed again with the greasy strangler. I, I need your forgiveness. Uh, and then the yeah. reason why they did this to him. And this guy is such a milk toast. Doesn't do a damn thing. Oh, I wrote the address down wrong. Like what? I'm like, oh, come. Yeah, and so the guy just lets it happen. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, and he's like, doesn't react to it. Like, hmm. 
just sits there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, come on, man. See, I, I, again, I think there's a subtlety in that scene because he goes, well, my hand won't fit down the sink. He goes, I have a table saw in the shed. <laughs> you know, and yeah, he's got yeah, that, that look on his, that he's got that yeah, look we'll on his face shed. like he's getting a little demented at this point. Plus, he killed that fucking dude in his That's house true. with a paint can, you know, because he had decided, kill your fears. Um, and it's so funny because... I love that little scene, too, where the guy comes in and he thinks that uh, Talkie is the guy he's supposed to protect. You know, and he hears somebody coming in and he pushes oh, yeah. Talkie back into the bedroom. And that he comes back a, out and what's his face beats the shit out of him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just the way that Talkie uh, talks to the programmer and, you know, and, and is saying, you got to stop fighting us, man. <laughs> just look, just calm down. That whole scene where, and I had the sound bite, but I didn't play it because it was really long, um, where he's talking about uh, um, the, that he ate his finger and that you're now a part of me. Uh, yeah. That makes me a monster. I now know I'm a monster. And I'm a cannibal. I'm a cannibal. <laughs> it's like. You know. That was probably the best the best speech in the whole movie, yeah. I think. Well, and then when he gets I really the- I did like that. I did like that. That's why I said, you know, I, I think this Juan Ortiz just needs to cut some more shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Just make more movies. <laughs> just yeah. keep going. You know, this is l- like his only his second mo- feature film, you know. And like I said, the first one was shot on an iPhone, which is pretty pretty impressive. Um and it doesn't I've never heard of the guy before this. Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't it, that that go yeah. and look up that movie. And there's some clips on on YouTube you can see some of it. You know, it doesn't look bad. It just is, you know, there again. He he just needs to um yeah. work I, on his people. writing and character and work on and maybe yeah, yeah, maybe let somebody else write. <laughs> I, well, I mean, cuz I looked at what he had done and he has been a production assistant on uh, yeah, yeah. tons of movies but uh, whatever that means, production assistant, you know. Right. Um it just means he's hung out on a lot of he's, sets. He's been on a lot of sets. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I know how, how it goes this. and everything. Yeah, this is how we do this. It, it wasn't like badly directed. I mean, it was functional. It, was, it, functional. it worked. Yes. It was a functional directing that, that helped us tell a story with a few nice yeah. shots thrown in there. It was nothing spectacular. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the writing was not good. So definitely work on that writing. And he, uh, yeah, so he was the, the, the director, the writer, and the editor. You know, which is, you know. Yeah, and I think with the, so min- he's, he's, the minimalist settings and scenery, this could not mm-hmm. have cost a lot of money. You know what I mean? I think with exactly. what, he, what he had, no. I think he did really, some really cool stuff. I love that RV. I love the whole thing. I mean, my biggest, I was grossed out not by the digits being chopped off, but by him putting the sweaty Kleenex in his mouth and saying, oh, oh no, this tastes like fear. <laughs> oh my God, that was so gross. Um, yeah, I was there is where that's where I kind of shuddered. And, you know, there was the kind of throwaway scene where she, <laughs> you know, she's completely nuts because she cuts the dog's tail off and sends it to him. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's like it's just yeah, there's just all kinds of really crazy stuff here. Um, I think what I like about this is it actually reminds me of all the kind of crazy disjointed movies that you would see that were independent movies of the 90s. Um, like Search for One-Eyed Jimmy or Search and Destroy or, you know, there's all these other ones that none of them are really great movies, but there's something about watching them and seeing, you know, these these weird stories that I really kind of feel is refreshing to me, you know, and I'm always like, I always like seeing kind of amateurish stuff that has some talent and potential and some hard work behind it. Um, so yeah, as I said, I didn't. I enjoyed watching this movie. I watched it twice. <laughs> you know. Well, well that's yeah. and you know that's what I said. You know, it, you t- got to take got to take it for what it is. You mm-hmm. know, my criticism is not like this major major criticism, because you know I've been there, done that. You mm-hmm. know, and yeah. I just I just think, I admire you know, the passion to make a movie. I mean, absolutely, it, it's, it absolutely. takes a lot of work and energy yep. and balls yes, yes. and yes. bravado and and effort to make a movie, let alone to get people to share that vision vision with you and actually make that happen so yeah anyone who can make a movie I, I applaud them hey good excellent you know that's fantastic you know and he and he, he you know he i i think his writing needs to kind of tone back a little bit until he, he gets gets his craft toned a little bit better <laughs> you know but there again who am i well, i think he's <laughs> i think he's honing his craft out loud right in front of exactly everybody. he is <laughs> you know? yeah no that's what i said i'm i'm really curious to see what you know i'm i'll kind of follow him and see what happens yeah. you know I'm actually, see if he puts out another one yeah i'm trying to find out how i can get a hold of him because i'd like to talk to him uh i think he'd be an interesting interview 
Yeah, um, that's true. I, I think I agree. you that know the other be. one I would like to see is uh, um, what's the one guy that actually emailed us, the director. For, oh, from the, the the movie about the the, the mold. talking uh, slime yeah, mold. The mold, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let's get him on this. That'd yeah, be great. I think that would be great be to cool. interview them too because I mean he gave us a cryptic email saying yeah one of you got it right <laughs> about yeah that's right that's right. So yeah, he didn't tell us who, um, but yeah fingers. That's what I said. I uh, every once in a while I like the and you know Doctor Tar is really good at finding these movies. He must just scour through and watch a bunch of re- even worse movies to come to something like this. Yeah, because this is an original. His his original. Yeah, yes, I'd like to know what his what his thoughts are. On yeah, it. we'll get it when he comes back next time because. Yeah. I, I want to know too because he's the one who turned me on to this and we just kind of watched it during a drink and draw one day um, and I ended up not drawing much because I'm watching this going what the fuck is this <laughs> you know um, and again I was more mesmerized by Talkie the guy that uh, you know that plays him than just about anything and I yeah, love he's, those, he did seem to have the best I love those masks the meatiest part yeah yeah did and, it? you know yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, Jeremy Gardner, uh, that's his name. Uh, I'd like to see him in some other stuff. And then what was the Walter? Walter's the programmer, right? Um, I love the scene I where think so, yeah. they have Walters up on the, uh, the the trampoline. And they're like, Walter, you're a grown-ass man. Why are you on the trampoline? <laughs> He's just like jumping up and down. Um, and the, what was the other thing I really thought was funny? The, the whole beer speech, you know, not, I'll pay $14 for a bottle of beer and you'll drink that anything that's put in front of your face. And then he sneaks in. Just and, be, and he piss in a can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then he he, uh, he comes in after when the guy's not there and he grabs one of his $14 beers, takes a swig and spits it out and just sets it down because it's just so gross. Um, uh, yeah. And I think that's I think you were right. Head. That's a missed opportunity. Uh, I kept hearing him say something about her being in there. And that was really smart what she did. You know, she like she, you know, pulling off her her top and doing that whole spiel, I thought was very clever. Um, but then they didn't do anything with it. You know, as I said, there was yeah. a lot of yeah. those things that they set up and they just didn't they didn't follow through. This is why I think people need a producer. You know, I think this is why I enjoyed Tarantino's movies much better when he had that uh, Bender or whatever his name was as his producer. Um because I think a lot of the stuff he does now just goes way too self-indulgent. As a matter of fact, I like his stuff, but it just, whew, man, it could be reined in a little bit. Yeah, the last one, I, I just, just didn't do anything for me. Like, why, why are we doing this movie? This, what's going? On? You know, yeah, it was bad. I didn't like it. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, uh, again, I could, I thought it could be trimmed down, and and I, it wasn't even the movie or the writing; it was the performances, like the, all the actors and what they did, were I thought were, were pretty amazing in that. Oh, the performances are yeah, really good. It, the, it just I, it was a different style in a way. It was still kind of revengey, but it it just took a long, long time to get there. But um, yeah, it. it I I prefer Hateful Eight, you know, or or see. I didn't like that until I saw it cut up into episodes on Netflix. Um, So he actually went back and turned it into four episodes on Netflix. It played way better like that. I thought. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and it was it was good. Um, And there's there's a lot of good stuff in that. I I love what's just the name Domergu. (laughs) The you know what's your face? You know, hey Domergu. the uh, uh, it's a great name. So yeah, so fingers. Uh, I would rec. Would you recommend watching Fingers to anybody? Fez, would you recommend it? I think if I think if I would recommend it more to people who are like maybe film students or something. <laughs> like that. Don't do or, this. <laughs> you know what? I don't necessarily think it's like what right. not to do, but maybe if you want to spin it in a more positive way to what headset, you know. Looking for, you know, watch it and you know, look for those missed opportunities where it, it, you know, you could you could have taken this core idea and tighten it, tighten it up a little bit. And then I said, then maybe you know, go watch some David Cronenberg films if you want to talk about you know doing body horror or stuff like that. And you know, you're doing it. In a, oh, in a, I'll bet you he's seen Cronenberg too. I, okay. I just I think he's I think he's a student of that whole you know kind of movie making i really do and i there again he just needs to hone his 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 skills yeah i would agree um but again i think that's what he's doing i think he's doing it out loud you know i think you know absolutely yeah i would i'd recommend somebody to watch this where did we see it on tubi tubi Tubi. it's on free right now for free so go you know go watch it 
Yeah. You know, not going to cost you a cent other than sitting through some insipid. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I used to do that when I was a kid. So did all of you. <laughs> We're right. This is full cycle, man. It is. <laughs> it's full cycle. What about you, Dr. Head? Would you recommend more, this movie? Just more, just more things that you can choose from now yeah, there than are. when you was a kid. Yes. I, you know, I don't know if I would recommend it uh, unless it was recommending it to a group like you inmates, because I know the kind of shit <laughs> that we've watched and we, we, we like to talk about the psychotronic whole spectrum. <clears throat> um, so all my friends and people I know, I think you, you four, uh, Tar included, would probably be the only ones who would appreciate it. I might recommend it to, um, yeah, otherwise, it's like I'd have to be really fucking high to watch this again. Maybe it'd be different then, but I don't know. Well, yeah, I think I, there's the other category of movie. Would this be a better watch with all of us in a room watching it together? Uh, yes. Oh, I Every, think it would everything be. Everything is. Oh, but there you go. Okay. I think no matter what it is, yeah. if all of us are in one room at the one time. I don't know. Time, I think it's... we've watched some stuff in the same room where we didn't, uh, you know, was it Cockknocker or whatever it was that that one movie that independent movie? Well, yeah, but we that did. was just so bad. We all agreed it was just <laughs> bad. Come on, that was just a, that was just no, no. Let's not even go there. Ooh. Well, it was it was funny. This, it was funny. Uh, this movie minutes. is is like a, a, an Academy Award winner compared <laughs> to that movie. Oh. Uh, all right then. Does anybody have any final words on this? When you if you were to rate this, would it be? Between a rating of, uh, let's say... Shakes, One thumb up. No, Shakes the Clown and the Greasy Strangler, where does it fall? Between, above, below. Are you saying Greasy Strangler is better than Shakes the Clown? Is this what we're talking about? Better, worse than? I'm, oh, well, I'm putting it up there only because I know how much you hate Shakes the Clown, right? Yeah, whereas a spectrum. Like, there's a spectrum it's, of it's, badness. Yeah, it's a continuum. Here. It's a continuum. In the spectrum yeah, of there badness. There is a spectrum of badness, so you're right. Yeah. It would probably be, uh, I mean, Shakes the Clown probably had way more money to deal with. So there's that's less of an excuse. I had to punish them more. Um, <laughs> just bringing something so, so horrible to public, and someone okayed that. Like what the fuck? Yeah, make ten bucks. Go ahead. Um, no, this one, this one is yeah. It's it's closer to Greasy Strangler because of the the just the oddity of it, the story. I think Greasy Strangler is definitely more odd and just like what the fuck is going on here. And more uh, this one better. It's a little yeah, bit better. Written. As a whole, yes, it works yes. better. You know, yeah. especially the uh, car wash scenes. You know, um, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's closer to Greasy Strangler, I think, and and just just because sheer absurdity. <laughs> Where would you put it, Fez? I think I would have to agree. I, I would not put this above Shakes the Clown. I, I still have tremendous respect and admiration for Shakes the Clown for many, many reasons. If, if you have not watched it, fans, you should. You'll never look at clowns the same way again, although I think a lot of people feel the same way. Um, so, yeah, I, I would still say still not, still not as, for me, enjoyable as Shakes the Clown. But All right. What about you, Feather? This would be on the bottom of the clown shoe. <laughs> a greasy spot. A greasy the, spot. A greasy spot on the clown shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I rate this like just under uh, Greasy Strangler. And Greasy Strangler, I definitely rank under Shakes the Clown. Shakes the Clown. Right on. All right, yeah, I got to agree with all that. And the only other thing I'd like to say about this, it was released in digital form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. That was a tar joke. <laughs> digital form. Yeah. All right, then. And you, Gadfly, where do you rank it? Oh, yeah, I put it down below, all of those. I like it. Um, and again, I, it, to me, it's like a, an I- independent film of a certain quality is its own almost kind of genre for me. Um, so yep. I, I watch, Absolutely. I, I watch it for certain things and I actually appreciate the kind of wonkiness or, or the troubles that they have because as a, as a former filmmaker and a film, you know, lover, 
I love to look at that shit. <laughs> you know, I love to see other people have the trials and tribulations of making a low budget, no budget uh, movies yeah, and stuff yeah. um, and try to work with what you have. Um, and when somebody can work with what they have as well as he did, I thought that was uh, I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. I would if I find out he's got I'm going to go watch his other movie on, on the iPhone. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. And if he comes out with another yeah. movie, I would watch it um, just yeah. to see. That, that's what I said, too. Yeah. I'd like to follow him, see how he does, see yeah. how he goes. Unless he's my age, then I'm like, you got to give it up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've had your chance. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> that was Keep self, on going. It was self-deprecation. Yeah. Go forever. Self-deprecate. Well, <laughs> you know, and if you're having fun, that ultimately at the end of the day, oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's all that matters, you know. And, Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. It's like, you know, especially if something as weird as this film, it's, it is a non-genre defining film. And they try to pass off as horror and comedy. It's really neither. It's just yeah. like, it's in its own bizarro lane. Yep. Uh, and uh, so I, I think when you, you, you know, it's, it's just going to be like that one we watched with the uh, fuck with uh, uh, about the, the joke, the backward or the guy with the, the, the arm dark backward. back. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the, the dark backward. Yeah. I was like, what? Another like fucking insane, like <laughs> almost like a fever dream kind of movie. Like, oh, my God, am I am I dying of a fever? That's what it feels like. <laughs> um, yeah. So, no, I, I and I appreciate that. Having made some movies, I get it, man. Sometimes it's it's all you can do. And the ideas you start off with don't always end up. Being yeah, the ideas. Exactly. You have it's like exactly. because you got to go with the people who can deliver the lines that day and, and <laughs> sometimes after shooting someone for nine hours and and getting eight minutes of usable footage like oh fuck what am i doing you know so i get it man. I, that's a true that's a true no budget <laughs> yes yeah and yeah, these are this was a low budget because he had he had there was like three producers i think and an executive producer yep. which usually means a money source mm-hmm. yeah it was probably uh, i'm gonna guess you know, fifty thousand dollars yeah perhaps. that's what i would i would say something probably like that you know? hundred something like that yeah it, yeah, yeah. not so. not a not a whole it, lot in terms of, of money it wasn't you know yeah yeah, I, that's uh, why I, I kind of like sometimes like uh, like with the uh, Cyclops movies. I, mm-hmm. I like the the creativity of uh, using very nominal situations and ex- circumstances to make a movie. <laughs> and <laughs> that's and, that's yes. <laughs> and real and real settings, so you don't have to pay the hour to, to rent. You know. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when I think was- hey, or go completely green screen <laughs> yeah, yes the, which actually looked pretty good which did look, yeah. yeah not bad there were there were a couple times where i just could not get the yeah all yeah. that flick you know flickering out it's just because yeah. of the nature of the the hue i'm like oh, i can't do it that's fine yeah. but but yeah um yeah, i think some of the most fun i've had has been making films uh and it's uh it's not not just in all different capacities you know so just being yeah. a, a a nominal a minor actor or whatever in a film you know and i don't I'm not an actor. I was just, you know, doing a caricature of a part or whatever. But that was so much fun. You know, it was kind of gross. Other than climbing over a wall. At my, I'm not very healthy and having to climb over a wall three times. That, that third time, I'm like, it's not going to happen. I'm not getting over this wall. <laughs> uh, and I was like probably the oldest skater dude ever, right? What was I like in my late 30s or something? Skateboard punk. Um, well, there again, you know, that was just also having fun on set because you know uh doug who who did you know dr shock dr shock who did the editing doug agosti um you know he knew he could cut that Mm -hmm. you know he didn't have to see you climb clear over the wall he knew he knew enough about how editing go but we were just having so much fun watching you guys try to climb over i know that well wall. that's well, that's what he said afterwards he goes oh we got the shot the first time yeah, yeah. <laughs> back up yeah. that's great uh, that's why i always include bloopers and and outtakes at the end of my usually movies. yeah yeah because it i just want other people to see how much fun we had while making it you know yeah and yeah. just just uh that that's that's what i love about it hmm. just the act of making it you know that would be great that's always fun you know yep. going back to mikey that was the first thing i i had been in and uh that was just really entertaining that was just a lot of fun that process of we had it. a great time making that 
yeah. making that. Yeah. And it's a fun little movie. I mean, it was what, six, yeah. eight minutes? Um, yeah. 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 You know, Something and I like remember that. shot for shot, I remember like every one of those scenes I watch. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what we're doing. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. an apartment. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I remember everyone laughing when I died and, you know, or slamming yeah. that, <laughs> that uh, donut down, you know. But, but with the really extremely weak blood. Yeah, and the then, water. And then, and then. Here we go. Here we go. This is this is behind the scenes. And we've talked about this before. My hair. Watch my hair. Watch my hair. Watch my hair. Mark had the most beautiful curly blonde hair. He do I get blooded. I remember that. I remember having fun. No, we still we got around it. But the, the blood was real weak. It wasn't very good. But it was like steak sauce and water and yeah, yeah, anything slipping, dark we could put in there. Yeah, you're slipping down and get that little smile starting to come on your face. <laughs> it's the little death at the I end. Did that, yeah, the I did that for, for film class, and you know we shot it. And the scene of the uh, the detective cop walking up the stairs. Remember, originally it was hard. You could hardly see it. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. dark and everything. It just didn't work. Took it in and I said, yeah, I should reshoot that. And my teacher said, no, no, you never re- have to reshoot that stuff. You just, you work with what you got. So I went back and said, fuck that. And I reshot <laughs> it, you know, and put it in. And it's way better. You know, yeah. Why would you tell me not to reshoot it? You know, uh, but yeah, uh, that was, yeah, that was fun. That was, and that fun. was a one take blood shot i mean the money yes, shot. It was. We, you know we had enough yes. for one we had like six yes. people off camera like yeah. the, the big plungers you know or like yeah. syringes yeah you know because i what i was started laughing at first is before you even yelled you know uh action the some of them was like it was leaking out already i yeah. could feel it like working through i was like man i hope it doesn't like show up before i get shot but but we put up that that uh, picture of the you know the sailing ships behind me, that like kind of poster behind me, so it was white. The, the blood would have something to, to show yeah. against. Yeah. But seeing that from watching the movie and watching that, that blood go, yeah. like yeah. oh, yeah. that's that's awesome. <laughs> you know, and everyone I've shown that movie to loves that scene. Yeah. They just they just love that scene. Yeah. yeah. Well, then another behind the scenes. There's the shot where Ted, the, the detective, you know, aims at you, but then the camera switches to him showing you know shooting mm-hmm. aimed at the camera yes. and he fires yeah the wad in that hit the camera <laughs> flew out of that and hit, and hit the lens of the camera wow wow yeah and i'm standing behind the camera you know looking bam <laughs> what the <laughs> you, but it looked good you could have died like brandon <laughs> lee yeah yeah you, yeah who was the, the uh, like rust is, uh, like Alec? But that Baldwin. was fun. But that's yeah, that's that's you're right, you know. And I put this in that category, you know. If, look, we're gonna make a film, whatever we can do, let's do it. And, yeah, because there's even tar, uh, you know, that one scene where the detective or the person's giving the description, <laughs> and like tar looks up at the camera real quick and yeah. looks back down like a sketch artist. I'm well, like, oh come on! And I know you even told him and said, now don't look at the camera. Yeah, and like he just looked up for a yeah. second. I'm like, come on, man. Well, the thing of it is. Too, you know, another behind the scenes. We that was the only that was the last roll of film. So whatever I shot on that, that was it. We couldn't. We were done. You know, and that was the last shot. One of the last shots we had to do. And he sure shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. I just ah oh, fuck. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, it's because it was kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's entertaining. Now I did not know that that was when I when a, the gun goes off. Yeah. I thought you had put a flash to white in. I didn't know there was an actual. I did charge and then no, the, the, I the did watt. put a flash to white in. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, but if you see the original, you'll see this thing go wham. Oh, <laughs> I, nice. I was, yeah. Oh, okay. I got to see that. Yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. See that. Yeah, that wad that's in there, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that was right. a whole other kind of movie. We're talking yeah. about what? <laughs> Blowing your watch. Next yeah, week yeah. on yeah. Unsane Next Radio. <laughs> the used from the reused rubber room. <laughs> Shooting your wad. <laughs> With All the right. greasy strangler. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say!
have been experiencing Unsane radio at gmail.com. Keep those letters rolling, rolling, rolling. Yes, sir. Unsane radio. Uh, Unsane radio.com is a good website to go. We have all five years of our episodes archived. Have we had five? Yeah, right. Four. We're four years. I'm sorry. We're in our fifth. We're in our fifth year now. I'm sorry about that. Time just flies when you're having fun. (laughs) When you're having fun. <laughs> we are also on Facebook um, as Unsane Radio. Go and like the page, check it out. You can also see our episode or listen to our episode there. You can't see our episode yet because we've had some major technical glitches. Um, the main one's it's, it, it's a programming glitch called procrastination. But other than that, that would we're be doing me. Fine. Uns- oh, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, hey, Tarn Feathers Psycho Cinema is a Facebook web page that you can go and look and see some interesting things. Tarnfeather.com is the website, the formidable website of the horror host, Dr. Tarn and Professor Carter. Go to Vimeo slash Tar and Feather. That's T-A-R-R-A-N-D-F-E-T-H-E-R. And you can see several episodes of Tarn Feathers Psycho Cinema. You will be glad you did. If not. And you will also be glad you did or not. Heavy Metal Horror every other Friday on the YouTube Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, Montag Lewis, one word. We're also here on Unsane Radio. And yes, we are going to be doing all kinds of gangbusters. We've got some good shows. We've got Slugfest coming up. We're going to be comparing Iron Maiden's Number of the Beast with Peace of Mind. And We've got Justin Biggs from Sorcerer joining us for the Slugfest. Coming your way. (laughs) You guys got to go try and find, uh, what was it, Windrows? You going to seek him out? Come on, guys. Guys, heavy meddling as dwarves. I, yeah, I'll 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 uh, contact them. Yeah, <laughs> there's another band. It's called Sons of Arrakis that we're we're in contact with. They sing songs about Dune. So nice, you know, nice. very nice, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, and on Wednesdays, check out We Freaks W E E F R E E K Z on the Facebooks. It's a web comic about freaks, little freaks, we freaks. Yes, we just like us. So enjoy. Hey, and I'd like to give a shout out. I've done this before, but I'd like to do it again because I like these people a lot. I, I would like to give a shout out to the Vortex, which is a horror hosted uh, uh, internet place. You can go there by go to you go horror hosts, plural horrorhosts.net, and you can go there and see all every movie that you see on there is horror hosted. Not plural. Um, horror there's host. a chat room. It's not plural. It's only horrorhost.net. Oh, is it just horrorhost.com? Okay, I'm sorry. Net, net. I'm sorry. Yeah. I never have to write, write it anymore because yeah. it's, you know. Horrorhost.net. Anyway, so so horrorhost.net. Gotcha. Okay. And go there at lots of good good movies. A lot, there's a chat room. You can chat live with other, with other people. Um, really great. And then uh, the other thing I would like to shout out to, and I've done this before, is Weird Sisters Radio. I'm telling you, Weird Sisters Radio has some really eclectic uh, shows every night at 11 Eastern Time because it's actually comes out on Pacific Time, so it's three hours before. But Eastern Time, it's at 11 o'clock every night at 11 o'clock. They have a different show, and they're all different, and they're all really good. Um, so check them out at 11 o'clock if you can. Uh, they do archive them, and they have a link if you go and there's a link to some archive. They some some their er, their more current episodes are are up that you can listen to. Uh, but check them out, and I will give. 
the uh, the special shout out to Molly Decay, who is the runner and the, the the creator of Weird Sisters Radio, and she does all things. She's amazing. She has her own show on Friday nights, which is very good. Down the rabbit hole, it's an excellent show. And then the other guy, um, the evil Doctor Toad. Prog Frog Radio Hour every Monday at 11. One hour of progressive rock and he goes out there and he gets some really weird stuff. I'm a progressive rock fan from from the time it started and I followed it all and he can stump me. Uh, let me tell you. He pulls some stuff up that I have never heard before and some really, really good stuff. And some old stuff, you know, if you're in, into prog rock. You know, if you're not into prog rock, you ought to listen to it because you'll get a good education on what some really good music is. So there you go. <laughs> you might oh, wait a minute. Also, one other thing. Eerie House Radio. It, you, you just said you took it. Yes. Yep. Eerie House Radio, they play old it's uh dale k and uh what's his name um oh man, 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 man. i can't think of his name. oh uh, shoot i can't think of his name anyway th- um yeah they play old time radio shows at, and it's very eclectic again they have two shows a friday at 6 30 and saturday at 6 30 i think they are um and you can find them you know um they're on yeah. facebook facebook yeah on yeah. facebook that's uh, good. And the other one is the uh, uh, the Monster Channel, yep. which is another horror host uh, extravaganza featuring people such as the Bone Jangler, run by Halloween Jack, a great guy. Uh, they have some really good hosted movies on there. Um, check them out too. They're they're consistently good and got some great people on there. So go check them out. Too. Dave, it's a really good community. Yeah, Dave. Yes. Dave Binkley is the other person. Dave Binkley. On Sorry, yes. and I he has the really that. weird uh, movie show or what, what's it called that he hosts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he is a horror host. Yeah. Yes. And right another horror another host. Cle- <laughs> yeah. Another Cleveland uh, um, horror host in there. So yeah. Right. Right. It's cool stuff. All right. What are we doing next week? Next week we are doing nope. 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 <laughs> Leslie. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I think we should talk about Parks and Rec while after we talk about the two. Why not? There we go. <laughs> and find out our secret crush next week on Unsane Radio. Nej, vi ska inte ringa hans telefon alls.